Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. What's up, guys? Welcome to our show. Today we discuss about quiz, about quizzes, how you can find your quiz to learn more about customers uh, and think how you can adapt this knowledge data uh, to get much higher results. I'm so excited to discuss this topic with Trudy Rankin. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you for having me on the show. Yeah, I'm so excited. Uh, we chatted a little bit before podcast and I got it. Yeah, it's the right way to learn. So, you know, I found on your LinkedIn profile that you love helping people successfully plan and build online businesses. Why? Wow, awesome. You know, uh, before we start, just tell more about your self-experience background and why you decided to take this topic quizzes. Well, I mean, I've had a, a ever since I was a young child, I've always kind of vaguely in the back of my mind, always wanted to start my own business. And this was this is a long time ago. And and I went the corporate route instead. I ended up becoming a project manager and then a senior manager and a chief information officer and all these things. And I reached the point where I finally said to myself, if I'm ever going to start my own business, it has to be now. I, I started my own business and then promptly took me two years to figure out what in the world I was doing. And as I was going through that learning cycle of shifting from corporate to being a business owner, I was introduced to somebody who had started, uh, who had created a quiz making tool for their own benefit to help them with some with a business that they were building. And as I started to play around with that tool, because I always enjoy playing around with technical tools, and I actually fell in love with the concept of quizzes because I could see the power that quizzes have to help you understand your customer better. And for me, what I've discovered, and I'm sure lots of other people already knew this, but unless you really deeply understand your customer, you're, you're not able to hone in on what they need you're not able to write copy that makes them recognize themselves like they were looking in the mirror. And, and you're just going to struggle to be able to figure out how to serve those people. So a quiz is a, in some ways, it actually, while they are hard work, once they're there and they're working, they are actually shortcutting the process to get you to that deeper understanding of your customers. And they help you stay in touch with your customers so that as your customers change, you're able to sort of change along with them. So really powerful, powerful way of doing that. Nice, nice. Love it, love it. Okay, let's talk about technical aspect. Can you tell how to start your quiz? For example, if I want to learn more about my customers, let's imagine SEO services. Yeah, I want to sell more SEO services. Uh, tell me how to learn customers, where I can submit the quiz and uh, how to get this data. Yeah, so... so there's a, there's a couple of things that are really, really important to think about before you even get to the stage of building a quiz. And, and the, I'm, I've got some, some, some specific things to share with people around exactly how to go about that process of deciding what kind of quiz, where should I put it, all those sorts of things. And I think the most important thing that people have to start with is to think about what job do you want your quiz to do for your business? That's the most important question that you have to ask because you can have all different kinds of quizzes. 
So for example, you can use quizzes as a way of auditing or helping customers audit uh, some aspect of their business to see kind of where they are, uh, look at their current state, their performance levels. You can use quizzes like as a tool for diagnosing a problem. So I call them diagnostic quizzes. Um, and those kinds of quizzes can help you segment your customers into groups or buckets so that it makes it easier to serve them in a personal way, in a very relevant way. And, and, but you can also use quizzes in, in other ways as well. So for example, I've, uh, I recently put together a little quiz that I will put up on my website soon, but I used it as a way of tr doing a training workshop just to demonstrate it. And that's a, it's a little tiny quiz that asks three questions and it helps new podcast listeners decide where to jump in and start listening to my podcast episodes because I've got a few now and, it, you know, it can be a little confusing for people to know where to start. So you can use it for that. You can use it for just fun. You can know what what's your, you know, you know, what kind of Disney prison princess are you or what Hogwarts house are you in? Those sorts of things. But you can also use it for things like, you know, um, you know, what's your score? It, how do you compare in terms of somebody else in terms of what they're doing? so that your customers are comparing themselves to their other customers. You can have, you know, a, a killer type score, for example, you know, you know, what's your golf swing killer, all those sorts of things. And the, sort of the, the whole concept of killer and type and score, Ryan Levesque from Ask Method has sort of put together a really, really good mechanism or, or framework for understanding those kinds of quizzes. But there's also other ways you can use them as well. So, uh, I use them for what I call workshops with a twist, where you combine your training content with a quiz that has a part of your framework that you use to help people solve a problem wrapped into your content, which helps embed the learning, helps give them a, a sort of, a, I guess, a snapshot of where they are. They can come back to it later and compare to how far they've moved along. Um, and, and I've got, you know, I've used those with, with experts to run workshops. So, you know, I worked with Jillian Benbo, who's the community manager for uh, Pat Flynn's SPI Pro. We did a, a workshop where we just did an introduction to community management and we just used a, a quiz, a very, you know, a very contained quiz to be able to help people understand what they needed to do next to get the community set up. So I could give you lots of other examples, but those are the kinds of quizzes that you can have. And so you have to ask that question what is the job that you want your quiz to do? That's the first and primary question. Yeah, yeah, awesome, awesome. Okay, uh, let's talk about new project or new product. For example, if I'm going to help customers uh, with social media, yeah, uh, I'm going to launch a new product, social media promotion. Uh, guys, don't ask me about that because uh, I can help with that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, let's imagine. Uh, and uh, can you tell, for example, if I have no customers, if uh, I'm if I'm going to start from scratch, how to uh, ask potential customers, future customers uh, about their preferences. For example, uh, I want to know uh, what platforms they want to use like LinkedIn, Facebook or YouTube or uh, what kind of goals they're chasing. Uh, I don't know, like creating brand awareness uh, or selling uh, more products. So uh, if I have these questions uh, uh, and I need uh, uh, to get these replies, can you tell how uh, where I can submit this quiz and uh, how I can 
uh, tell people it's better to reply to these questions or invite them uh, to take part on this quest. Yeah. So, so there's a couple of things <coughs> about about that sort of a quiz where, and and it's 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 not about the quiz so much. It's about how do you get people to take the quiz. I think is is the underlying you know concept. How do you get people to give you that information by answering questions in the quiz? And you can do it in lots of different ways. The first and most important thing, though, is, is that it has to be something that the subject matter that you're asking them to comment on or answer questions about has to be something that's going to incite curiosity about themselves. And so most people are interested in themselves. They're always curious about, you know, you know, that's why that's why things like what Disney princess are you and which Hogwarts house are you in? Lots of people enjoy those kinds of quizzes. I don't so much because I like things that are chunky and crunchy and you can take away and use. So you've got to incite curiosity. It helps a lot if you have um, something that you're offering the person at the end of the quiz so that they are going to be going, oh, wow, I really want that. And I'm willing to share this information with you in exchange for this thing you're going to provide. Uh, and yeah, and you can put it in social media. You can you can put it on your your LinkedIn profile. You can actually have it embedded there as a feature on your LinkedIn profile. You can you can basically get off technology completely and take segments of those questions and ask your friends or ask people who might be you know basically interested in in what you do. Uh, so for example, one of the most useful questions to ask is you know. When it comes to achieving some sort of result, what's your biggest problem, challenge, or frustration? And that's a that's a very Ryan Levesque question, but it's a very effective question. He wasn't the first person to come up with it, but he has managed to make it clear and understandable. That question just by itself is going to give you so much information about what people are struggling with, what it is that they kind of need. Because you can ask a follow-up question about, well, if you had something, if 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 something had been available to help you with that problem what would it have looked like? And so you can then get information about, you know, do they do they want courses? Do they want one-on-one -on -one coaching? Do they just want to buy a book? Do they just want a bunch of free stuff and they're probably never going to become your client? So you can you can use all the mechanisms and tools at your disposal, social media, talking to people face-to-face, -face. Uh, put it on your website, definitely put it on your website. You can have it there as an embed or as a pop-up sort of a quiz. And, and people will, if, if the curiosity factor is high enough and the incentive is strong enough, people will answer those questions and tell you what you need to know. Yeah, awesome. Okay, uh, what about uh, products that have uh, loyal customers, but, uh, for example, if uh, I have a goal you know, to increase my sales, to get more customers, or sell more to existing customers, depends, uh, how to ask them, my audience, loyal customers, uh, what kind of pain points they have, uh, and uh, how to consider this data to improve and develop products or my services. I mean, the easy, the easiest way to ask those questions is to email them, uh, mm -hmm. get them to respond to to a post you put up on LinkedIn, or even if you you know have if you have a, a really strong YouTube channel or Instagram channel. Ask people there. Ask them because if they're already following you, they already know you. They're already a warm audience. They already know, like, and trust mm -hmm. you. So if you can, if you ask them those questions there, you'll get a certain percentage of people who do respond back and tell you what it is they're interested in. 
So yeah, with my community, I'll often go to my community members in the community forum and I'll just say, hey, I'm thinking about this. What do you reckon? Or what are you struggling with now? And they'll tell me. And that's how I actually create my whole my whole year's worth of workshops that I'm going to be running because they've told me what it is they're struggling with, what they're challenged with. So it comes back down to asking people through through the channels that you already have and just, you know, don't be shy about it. Just say, hey, I need some help. You know, could you help me mm-hmm. out here? And people, people are really good about, you know, sort of engaging and reciprocating if you've built a good relationship with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Okay, let's talk about... Um... Asking, uh, for example, uh, let's imagine I created quiz. Uh, what kind of pain points you have uh, with SEO? And uh, I got reply, most replies that uh, it takes time. Yeah, but I can't change the rules. I don't know how to change the rules because uh, uh, it's hard to achieve quick results, uh, really, really hard. And uh, especially when we have limited resources, it takes time. We are not alone. Many competitors are there, you know, who want to get the same results, ranking positions. Uh, and uh, if I tell my team, okay, you know, my customers have pain points uh, because of time deadline, but we can't decide what to do then, how to, uh, I don't know how it can help me to improve my services or uh, probably how to explain them that it doesn't work. So let's uh, figure out something else. What do you think? Well, well, it comes down a little bit of it comes down to what job did you want your quiz to do? Because if you want your your quiz to be able to gently and in a kind way say to people, hey, we can't help you. This here's something. Here's what you really need. We can't help you right now, but go away and use this. And for you, it might be something as simple. So one of the great things about a quiz, a segmentation quiz, is that you can use background, you know, backend logic a branching logic so people answer this question and how they answer that question determines the next question they see so that if they answer it a certain way and you can tell that there's somebody that you can't help you can say hey i can see that you're really struggling with with time your biggest problem right now is an seo it's you need to free up some time so you can go away and do bits and you know xyz you might send them off as a lead to somebody else who can actually help them save time. You might send them to a really short mini course on how to do keyword research in 10 minutes. That's going to give you enough content to last you for a month um, in terms of, you know, doing SEO optimized blog posts and stuff like that. Um, and, and then you can use your quiz to say, Hey, I can tell that you're really, really time challenged. We do have a special type of offering that's made especially for people in your situation. Why don't you jump on a call with my team and we'll see if we can help you out. And if we can't, we'll tell you. And if, if we can, great, we can talk some more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, on your LinkedIn profile, I see you help uh, become financially independent by setting their online business. So, yeah. Uh, that means uh, you can help online businesses to get much higher results. Uh, can you tell? You know, uh, all businesses are different. And I found even uh, two uh, the same businesses, you know, can sell the same product, but uh, each of them can have their unique selling proposition. Uh, that's quite different. For example, someone can provide much better services, custom 
customer services. Uh, second, my, I don't know, like better price uh, or uh, delivery. It depends. Can you tell how you learn about a new business? For example, if uh, some companies come to you and ask, please help me to create the right quiz to learn uh, my customer's pain points, uh, tell your uh, or checklist or methods how you start learning about customers and uh, create the right quizzes to them, for them. Yeah, so so I'm just going to repeat that back to you, just to make sure that I understood you. So you're saying, you're basically saying there's lots of different types of businesses. Yeah. And, and basically they may have different needs when they're thinking about quizzes. And they're basically saying, how can we use these quizzes to actually... Yeah, for example, them? yeah, for example, uh, if I have no experience to uh, to set up any quizzes before, you know, for example, uh, many of my customers have no experience with writing. I tell them, you need to create high quality content. But I often get a reply, I have no experience with that. Uh, I have no passion about writing. So if you can decide this problem, please do it, you know, because uh, we are not good with that. I need to compete uh, with my competitors to develop innovative products. What about quizzes? For example, if I need uh, to do all this uh, job uh, from scratch, I have no experience, but I want to get results with that. Can you tell how you can learn about my specific business? what kind of methods you use or probably you have your checklist how to set up the right quiz by learning customers so so are you speaking specifically about your particular business or are you talking about are you talking about somebody who's going i'm a beginner i have i've got to do it all i don't understand how to do some of this stuff you're telling me how to do what do i do in order to get a quiz uh it doesn't matter what kind of business just uh, let's imagine weight loss supplements uh someone uh sells weight loss supplements and uh yeah uh, the business owner wanna get higher results but have no experience with quizzes how you can help you know to learn about customers and set up this quiz yeah yeah so so one of the things that we do is especially in a situation like that. And even in a situation where people think they know a little bit about their customers already, or they think they know a lot about their customers is, is that, and this is part of the brilliance of quizzes is, is that you can easily change the questions that you ask. So basically you start out with, with kind of like a blank slate and, and I'll use a phrase that, that one of my mentors uses. Uh, and he, he basically talks about doing reverse market research use a quiz to do a reverse market research where you basically you start out with a small number of questions you use the curiosity factor you want to incite curiosity you want to have an incentive for them to answer the questions you put your quiz up there it might be the most basic of quizzes and then you make sure that traffic's coming to the quiz maybe you're using ads to drive traffic to the quiz maybe seo whatever mechanism you're using maybe even your email list you get them to come and answer those questions and then you look at the data that's coming through and you, you very carefully analyze how people are answering those questions. And, and then you, you just make notes on, 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 on the different groups and you run these quizzes long enough and you're gonna start seeing patterns. Those patterns are then going to tell you how you need to change your quiz so that eventually you're gonna just keep iterating, iterating, and iterating. Every time you learn a new thing, you roll it out into your business. So it can be the copy, the website copy, your email copy, whatever it is. 
you roll it out and you're going to gradually refine and optimize your quiz until it's actually running like a well-oiled machine. It's bringing in the data that you need. It's giving people the information they need so that they can take a really important step on their journey. And, and over time, you're going to actually go from not knowing anything about your customers at all to really honing in on who they are, what they need, and how you can help them. That's a, it's, a, it's a process. It's not a, you cannot snap your fingers. It's a bit like SEO. It's not instantaneous, but you yeah. can actually use a quiz to learn something pretty quickly, even if, even if, and I have experienced this with, with, with some people that I've worked with, is that even if you only get a few responses to the quizzes, as few as yeah. 10, as few as 10, if people give you enough information, you can use that as a starting point to go, okay, well, I, I only got 10 people answering, but they told me these things. I'm going to go and build those into the bits that I have. Do it quickly. You know, don't don't spend a lot of time. And then you tweak your quiz. Keep tweaking, keep tweaking. And it, it does. It definitely works. Would yeah. you like me to give a quick example of that? Of course, of course. Go ahead, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so this this was this was a little while ago, but I worked with a a, a New Zealand marketer to who had a customer who was a gastric surgeon, and the gastric surgeon's going, I need more, I need more people, I need more people coming in. So I help, I help, I did build a quiz, uh, and and basically putting that quiz together. The quiz, the purpose of the quiz was to assess whether people who are trying to lose weight would be the right kind of people to have this gastric surgery where you insert a balloon, roll it up, and it helps you lose weight because you don't feel hungry because you've got this balloon in your stomach. Mm -hmm. That worked really well. That was fine. That was all great and dandy. But as time went on, we discovered that there were certain aspects of the quiz that needed to be tweaked. And as those aspects of those of the quiz was tweaked, then we discovered there was elements that were belonged to the automation part of the quiz funnel that needed to be tweaked as well. So things like um, when people don't change their eating habits and then they release the balloon and take it out, they just put the weight back on again, right? That's not an ideal outcome. So basically it, what was added to the automation part of it was when people had the surgery, they would be given a whole email nurture series of weight loss tips, how to do it. They would come in, they would be asked to come in for assessments those the notifications of those assessments and when they were scheduled for would be sent out to the people so they ended up automating a whole bunch of stuff and at the end of the day it meant that the the gastric surgeon's quiz and funnel was so well dialed in and it saved his team so much time it added a million dollars to his bottom line every year yeah nice nice love it, love love your example <laughs> okay uh can you tell common mistakes that uh, companies still do by setting quizzes from your experience uh, and your uh, any tips uh, how to do the right things you know by setting quizzes yeah so it's it is easy to get a quiz wrong but that's the brilliance of quizzes is is that if you're paying attention to the data you're going to quickly fix it. You're going to just keep optimizing, keep optimizing. So, so there's, 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 there's a couple of, uh, well, there's not a couple, there's three key things to actually getting your quiz 
sort of right in the first place or picking the right type of quiz to use. And we've talked about one already uh, where, you know, we talked about you have to incite curiosity. You have to make people want to do the quiz. If you don't have that, forget it. That's the biggest mistake you can make. Don't incite curiosity. People are going to just not do it. They, they, they won't do it. Um, it because it, then it becomes instead of being something that satisfies their curiosity, it just then becomes a transaction between them giving you information and you giving them a bonus. And that's not, that's, you're missing out on the magic of a quiz if you do that. So the second thing you want to do is you, you want to be able to use the quiz to hold up a mirror to people so that they can imagine themselves in the future as having succeeded at doing something that they really, really want to succeed at. And that's especially true for, for people who are, have got businesses. So that's, that's the second thing. Um, and the, the third thing that you want to do to make sure that your quiz is a success for your business is, is that you want to maximize uh, its power as a sorting tool. So, so basically, you want to make sure that people know kind of where they stand on their journey and how your solutions can help them or not. Uh, because the biggest kindness that you can do is to just tell people, hey, I'm sorry, I can't help you. But this other person might be able to help you because I've diagnosed your problem and here's who could help. And because they already have been through your quiz, they, they, they're much more likely to take your advice, if that makes sense, uh, in terms of, in terms of um, doing what you suggested. So those are, those are three key secrets for kind of get, making sure you get the, the quiz type right. And then there's, there's sort of seven critical questions that you need to ask when you're choosing which type of quiz to use. And these questions are, are really, really necessary in order to make sure your quiz is working. And so do you want me to jump into those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I just took my dog because, uh, <laughs> you know, he can make some noise. It's better to take him. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, no, that's okay. It's a lovely dog. Yeah, so so uh -huh. we, we have, where I live, we have we have quite a few people have, have dogs and it's it's just <laughs> nice. It's nice to have animals around. But yeah, yeah so, so, so basically one of the questions we've already covered off, which is, is, is that you want to ask, what is the top job that you want your quiz to do for your business? And we've talked about all different kinds of quizzes. So do you want it to be an irresistible lead magnet? Do you want it to get rid of tire kickers for you so that you don't have people wasting your time, but they still want to talk to you, but they're never going to be your customer? Um, or do you want it to use it for understanding your customers better so it's a data gathering tool? Um, do you want to use it to get people on a call? So all the different things, it, it comes back to what's its job. It has to do a job for you. The second thing you need to think about is, is what is your offer? What do you currently offer? And this is a little bit of a, a merry-go-round because you may currently offer something that isn't what people want. And your quiz is going to rapidly tell you that. So if you have a good quiz and you get lots of people going through it and they're opting into your list and all that sort of thing, but they're not buying your thing, probably it's your product that's the problem or the presentation of your product. So you need to be thinking about what you offer because it has to match what they need, which is what the quiz is going to tell you. You also need to know who that you are going to be helping or that you already help. If you don't know who those people are, your quiz is going to be too broad and too wide. It won't be crystal clear about who it's for. People will avoid it but like the plague because they can't see how it applies to them. So that's really important. You need to understand where they are on their journey. What is it that they want to do? What is their success metric for them? 
where are they along this, this journey? And you use your quiz to then diagnose where they are on that journey. And then you send them the right solution to that, the place where they are in their journey. Cause that's another thing that a quiz is really great. It's great at it. You might have people that are really interested in you. They follow you, but they just aren't at the level yet where you can help them. You can use a quiz and an email nurture sequence to basically keep them warm for you and train them, make them help them make that little step to the place where they can become your customer. And that's an added benefit that a lot of people don't actually think about. So that's kind of important. And then the next step as part of this progression is, is that you need to understand what the one thing is that you can that you can teach them, show them, uh, prove to them that, so that's going to help them understand what little step they can take next successfully, quickly take next on their journey. So you, now we're starting to match up questions, quiz type with how you help people. You know, so what's the first little thing that you can do uh, that's going to help them make that quick step? Because what you want a quiz to do is you actually want it to create aha moments in people's minds. Just the act of taking the quiz, aha moments. So either the way you've worded the question makes them think about something in a different way, or they go, I didn't, I didn't know you could even do that. Or, okay, I understand myself better now, so now I know I need to do this thing so that I can do that thing. So that's kind of important. Uh, and then, then, you, then you come, now you've figured out where people are on the journey. You know kind of what step they want to take. You know how you can help them. Then you want to take a framework or a process that you already used to help people when you're doing one-to-one -one coaching or maybe it's a training course that you have. And you want to basically take that framework or that process and you want to break it down into questions. So if you have a, you have a step-by-step -step one, two, three sort of a, of a process, you would turn each step into a question that you would ask so that you could understand kind of how people were in relation to that particular step of that framework or process. And then the last thing that you want to think about is what do people need to see on the results page once they've finished answering your questions um, so that A, it enhances the aha moment or creates a new aha moment and they can take it away and use it to help them make the next step and preps them for your next thing that you can help them with. So, so on a results page, it could be a score. You know, your, here's your score compared to everybody else's. It could be a checklist of things that need doing, like from an audit type quiz. Um, it, could be, it could be like a radar graph where you've got this massive group of people who are like this, and you show where they are in relation to that, like a weight loss type of a thing. You know, your, your body weight loss type is X, and here's however many other people in the world, kind of like that. I'm making it up. But, you know, things like if you, anybody's ever done uh, like an archetype quiz or a, a, like strengths finder, like Gallup strengths finder quizzes where you're basically, a, it's an assessment type quiz where you're determining kind of what your skills and strengths are so that you can utilize those to work better in a group of people or to create things that are going to help people. Those sorts of things, you break them down into questions that are going to be able to help uh, people see when they see the results page then they can see how they can move forward. So those things are, are pretty important. So you've got your, 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 your key three key secrets for making sure you pick the right quiz type um, and to make sure it's going to work properly. And then you've got your questions to ask before that you actually pick what kind of quiz you're going to use. And then once you've done that, 
it's, it comes back to one of those questions is, is that what's your framework? Take your framework, your process, use it to break it down into questions that you can ask that are going to give people the, the information they need. And it's going to give you the data that you need so that you can help them out. Nice, nice. Love, love your answer. You know, long answer, but <laughs> very detailed. <laughs> okay. I have the question uh, about uh, busy people. For example, you know, uh, I get, uh, I, uh, for me, it's hard to count how many emails a day, a lot, uh, probably uh, more than a hundred, because uh, even according to a few studies, that people get uh, 120 emails a day on average. So, yeah, uh, uh, probably I have the same amount uh, or, or even more, it depends. But, you know, and uh, for me, it's hard to find time to reply to these emails. I don't reply to them. Uh, I even don't read many of them because I, I have no time, you know. And uh, the first thing uh, what I can do uh, to reply to my customers, to reply my colleagues, to reply my friends, then if I have time, I can check out some other emails. Uh, and, you know, when I get email about quiz, really, uh, I have no time, so, uh, and it's not that I I, I don't want to help. I just have no time with that. Can you tell how to incentivize uh, recipients to uh, take part on quizzes? Uh, for example, uh, let's imagine the audience are uh, from busy people who are really busy, many things to do. And uh, when companies ask them, please reply to these questions, we can improve the quality of products. Yeah, yeah, that's great. I, I want a better products, but I have no time with that. So uh, your suggestion. It, it, that, is a, that is a really big problem for lots of organizations. Uh, typically, that kind of a quiz is, is really focused on, typically tends to be like, how did we do? You know, did we service you well? Did we, did we provide the value? You can, use, you can use something that's as simple as a net promoter score where the email pops up, all you do is click on a smiley face. But the, 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 the secret, the secret is, well, the secret is people are busy. A lot of people aren't going to answer your question. So you have to keep it down to something that they can instantly recognize, instantly do, and do it in the moment because they will never come back to it, ever. Um, and you always, it's usually always two questions, you know, like, how did we do? Don't make them type anything, just make them click a button. And then you give them a space to say, if they want to type more information in, they can never, ever make them go to another page to answer the questions that whenever that happens to me, I don't answer the questions. I will, I will willingly, if I have time and I see the email and I think, yeah, you helped me out a lot. I'd love to be able to answer your question. If I can do it right there in the email, I will. Otherwise, typically it doesn't get done. So, so you have to come back to the concept of how can you make it as easy as possible for people to answer your question and make that question important to them. And, and that's, that's tricky. How do you make the question important to them? It comes back once again to the curiosity factor. Uh, sometimes it can be an incentive. I'm not so sure that incentives are such a great thing, but curiosity factor make it easy to do in one or two clicks max. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Simplicity is key, you know, when you get a hundred questions. So yeah, it's annoying to reply to all these questions, especially when you have no time. But if you get a few questions, uh, necessary questions, and you know that you can get much better products, why not? So yeah, I, I can reply to them. Okay, Trudy, I have the question uh, about, let's imagine, 
You have no experience, knowledge, skills, anything. You started from scratch. How uh, you would learn more about uh, quizzes today if you have no experience? If you don't have any experience with creating quizzes, uh, that's that's there's there's a couple different ways of doing it. Uh, there is information out on the internet. You can you can go hunt it down. You can spend the time and 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 try to learn it yourself. Or you can go to somebody who knows what they're doing and actually, you know, get a little bit of help with it. So one of the things that, that I do is is that um, basically I've got a little bit of a of a course with a twist where we basically you have self paced tutorials that you can watch and then we meet on a weekly basis to actually work on our quizzes so that I can look over your shoulder and you can ask questions about your quiz. So so and I also. Um, I also have a free training that I have that people can use and go to that basically it's, it's 30 minutes and it's how to choose which quiz to use for your business. That'll help you start to do the thinking that you need to do anyway, whether you need know how to do a quiz or not. You have to do this thinking, do the thinking. And then I think you'll find that the secret sauce, which is the questions of the quiz, start to flow quite naturally. And then, and then once you've got your questions, then it becomes a question of, well, which quiz software do I want to use? Um, and, and basically, basically there's, there's several different types. Just quickly, I, I don't recommend that people use forms to do quizzes. You basically want, to, if you're going to go with the whole hog and know that you start with a small quiz, optimize, 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 and eventually you're going to, as I said, fall in love with using quizzes, you're going to use a proper quiz software tool. Uh, and, and then I can talk about that if you want, but there, there's some good ones out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, valuable. Uh, I have the final question about, uh, uh, for example, uh, I found that my audience is different on YouTube, is different on LinkedIn and different on my website. So I have different audiences, different mindset, different buy and mood. Uh, and uh, on YouTube, people want to learn more about uh, SEO to get educational content on my website they want to uh, cooperate with experts who can help them to get seo traffic uh, on linkedin they want to connect you know uh, with uh, some specialists who know about seo so so they are different for example if i want to uh, ask on linkedin about seo services but my audience is different on linkedin it's not the same uh, that i have on my website uh, and uh, i can get uh, not the best results. I mean, like uh, they can uh, lead in the wrong direction, you know, uh, to share something that is not related to my products. Can you tell uh, how to uh, consider that people are different on different platforms? Uh, because some data can confuse, can uh, add some, I don't know if you have experience with that, but uh, I, I've seen a few times because I uh, set up paid marketing campaigns and I found when I set up the same uh, buying persona, I got uh, poor results because they are not the same, they are different. So uh, tell more, what do you think about that and how to set up the right, uh, I mean like to cover the right people? I mean, I mean it, it gets a little tricky, doesn't it? Because I mean, it's the same with me, the people who come to my YouTube channel, uh, they're completely different demographic than the people who typically come and become part of my community or or that come to the website so or even linkedin as you say so so it is an interesting sort of a thing but at, at the end of the day 
a quiz, a quiz will take you so far, but if you're not serving the people who are there in a way that they recognize and understand, your quiz can, it's like any other tool. So you have to keep that in the back of your mind. However, there's a couple of different things that you could do and, and that I think a quiz is probably pretty well equipped to, to help with that situation because even if your demographics are different for your different audiences on different platforms, theoretically, they are still struggling with the same problem. So for example, for SEO services, SEO services are all about helping people create content that's optimized so that the search engines are going to put it in front of people so that they can see it. And then they get the choice of clicking on it. So, you know, it, it, that's, that's, that's the really simplistic description of SEO. But that's kind of the reason why people are using SEO to just bring them more traffic, engage people better when they're on the website, et cetera, et cetera. So you can use a quiz and how you set up your quiz and how you set up the back-end logic in the back of your quiz is going to determine, could determine, how you respond to a specific group of people. So you might have a quiz that asks a bunch of questions, and then it might ask a simple question, is that where do you hang out most? YouTube, LinkedIn, I'll make it up, Instagram. Uh, and if they say LinkedIn, you're going to send them to a different email sequence with different offerings or, or you're going to talk about your offerings in a different way to those people because they would have because they've done your quiz they will have come onto your email list. You've got the ability to set up an automated email nurture sequence that's going to treat them in a completely different way using tags and stuff. To to then then you would if somebody had come through and done your quiz and said they hang out most on YouTube you're going to send them something completely different. And the brilliant thing about uh, quizzes is that once people hit that submit button, they see the results page, you can actually set it up so that they can then hit another next button and you can send them off to whatever platform or channel that you want to send them to. That's one thing that you could do. The second thing that you could do, which would be a heck of a lot more work, would be to just to create a separate quiz for each of those platforms. Yeah. And then, yeah, and that's a lot of work. And it, I don't think it's necessary. I think if you're using the right tool, you can actually just use one quiz use automation and logic to send people to the right place. Nice, nice. Love your reply. Trudy, it's a big pleasure to get my show, to learn from you. Tell our audience how they can reach out to you, learn more about you, follow you. Yeah, sure. For sure. If people want to connect with me on LinkedIn, just send me a connection request. Say you heard me on this podcast, because if you don't tell me where you heard me or, or how you why you want to connect with me, I will ignore it. So please say that you, you heard me on this podcast. Um, and if people are interested in, in the free training that we have, um, it, you can just go to onlinebusinessliftoff.com forward slash how to choose which quiz to use training. And all of those words have little dashes in between them. So um, yeah, those are, those are the best ways uh, to, to get in touch with me. Or you can go to the onlinebusinessliftoff.com website and get in touch that way. Okay, guys, you can find all these links in the description below. Listen to us on Apple, Google, Spotify. Thanks again for your time. A big pleasure. You know, you shared a lot of available insights. Guys, you need to open this free training. You need to follow Trudy, you know, to learn from her because you can see a lot of available insights. Okay, guys, love you. See you. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. 
Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.